Hi, thanks for tuning into High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. Today we're reviewing Lovely, Dark, and Deep. It's the debut feature film from Teresa Sutherland. Which, uh, actually, we got sent to us as a screener from the uh, Fantasia Film Festival. And uh, we, John, you and I, you know, our listeners hopefully know this by now, we love Mindfucks. And uh, movies that keep you guessing, and, you know, we love that shit, and this one fits right in there. This movie is touring the festivals right now, as John mentioned, Fantasia. And, uh, yeah, we got to see it. So find out if it's all the rage today on High on Horror. Horror. Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. All right, well, uh, before we get started, you know how we like to start this off. Um, what are we smoking today, John? What do you got over there, buddy? Uh, uh, clearing the bog here, but uh, it's the same stuff as last week. I'll, I'll be headed to the dispensary this week to get a little more stuff, but it's uh, Citral Flow you. from uh, last week. But uh, the reason you're all tuning in is uh, for that review of Lovely Dark and Deep. And... Uh, we got some press materials here. Uh, the director is uh, Teresa Sutherland, who was also the screenwriter. Uh, the cast is Georgina Campbell, Nick Blood, Wai Ching Ho, Mick Gear, and Celia Williams. Executive produced by Stephanie Coimbra, Elon Gale, Kevin Park, Molly C. Quinn, Matthew Welty, and Marco Beret. Uh, also produced by Josh Waller. And uh, basically the synopsis of this film is a national park ranger uh, who's being played by Georgina Campbell is on her first posting to the backcountry and uses her time to search for clues about what really happened to her missing younger sister and uh, soon discovers that part of the job is appeasing the entity that took her. I gotta say, uh, their little synopsis here, I don't like that they uh, included that last little bit. I was gonna say that. Because uh, I, I feel like that's a, a early spoiler alert. That's yeah. a it's a pretty big discovery in the film. Agreed. So it's almost like uh, 65. Where yeah. like, uh, they, they showed the dinosaurs in the trailer, and yeah. you're like, they probably shouldn't have known about that. Uh, they shouldn't have mentioned Entity. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, probably, was... they probably shouldn't have. But that was, uh, thank you to... Uh, Straight from the press kit, yeah. so, yeah. And uh, runtime in 97 minutes. That's not bad, yeah. But uh, let me get my notes up here. Um, so I, this was the one, one of the movies uh, from Fantasia Fest that I was uh, I was really looking forward to. Uh, Talk to me was the other one that was there that we're that we yep, looking, that we were looking, definitely uh, looking forward to. Forward to as well. And uh, starting with the movie here, there's a very, uh, very like jarring aerial sh- shots to start. There's a lot of weird angles. I mean, it's well crafted though, and it fades into the credits. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, that first scene hooked me. Uh, yeah, the ranger, he's just ignoring his call and tapes a sign I owe this land a body. <laughs> yeah. On, yeah. They have signs you'll see later throughout the movie. It's for when the rangers are in or out. They just take tape off. Just duct tape. Yeah. Straight duct tape. Yeah, his, his said, I owe this land a body. Like, all right. I was like, you got you got me cooked. That's a negative cooked. energy, You got bro. me cooked. Got me now, cooked. The citral flow got me cooked. That's what this I was going to say. This weed got you cooked, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, homegirl, uh, Lennon, play, played by Georgina Campbell, she just kind of chews her nails like a lot. A oh, lot. yeah. Yeah, she like, definitely has a anxiety. Nervous anxiety, a tick for sure. 
And uh, when they're kind of going out in the backcountry uh, for the season, uh, Jackson, who's played by Nick Blood, that dude is a little bit much for me. Like, bro, yeah. I'm going to need you to chill out. Dude, just dial totally, it back. totally. And uh, one thing I thought was interesting was uh, they talk about there's no database for people who go missing in national parks. Like, no one has a number of how many people disappear. Which is, yeah, that's ironic. Or, or I have, that's the irony, I guess, is that, I, I don't know, I find it a little hard to believe. I'm sorry I'm tripping over my words. I'm, uh, it's fucking 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> and I have, well, I don't even know how much I've smoked at this point. Oh, so. it's, it's been a lot. Yeah. But, uh, I guess maybe because she's a first-timer, it seems like she makes a lot of mistakes going out. I'm definitely rookie, for sure. Uh, the battery, she didn't have any battery, extra batteries for her uh, radio. Right. Which uh, Even though that shit still works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a real Chucky moment. That was one of the first moments, I guess, spoiler That's a good alert, way to put it, a Chucky moment, yeah. And the movie, I thought, dude, it's the first movie I thought of. When, when, when she, because you hear the like, like, yep. like, like crackling. Yep. And then before that, you had saw she didn't have any batteries. And then yep. even she opens it up, and it's like there's no Not batteries. dead batteries, like legit no batteries. I'm like, yeah. oh, what the fuck is going on here? And I was yep. like, that's I, like I told you, it's the first thing I thought of was Child's Play. Yeah, that makes total sense. I, I like that. But, uh, yeah, so, and then, um, yeah, what I want to say is she didn't have backup batteries. That's why she didn't yeah. have batteries. And I'm like, how did she go out? That was like one of the things they talked about was like having extra batteries. Although they talk about uh, <clears throat> later, Jackson mentions that the radios are pretty much useless anyway. Yeah. Uh, but they're better than having nothing. Which, I mean, I would agree with that, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I want to bring up. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want to bring up. Uh, Jackson tells her, like, he knows the spot because they're kind of camp neighbors. And he takes her to that, like, waterfall. Had okay. those fucking night blues that look so good. And, dude, like, that thing looked awesome. The whole thing I was thinking, I was like, yo, I'd love to just sit here and smoke a blizzy at night. <laughs> just by this waterfall. <laughs> yeah, man, totally. totally. That was one of the things that uh, I liked as well. I thought that, like you had mentioned earlier, I thought that there were some beautiful shots in this movie and also some crazy shots like the angles there's a lot of yeah a lot of trippy angles that that's were like, a lot of my notes is yeah weird angle yeah totally but like well shot completely like, 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 like and fits the fits the narrative of the movie the, the one there's that one shot that stood out to me that's uh doesn't matter where it is in the movie it doesn't matter but the point is is uh it's like the trees in the forest and it's like the way that it looks almost like a kaleidoscope yeah the film looks like a kaleidoscope kind of but it's trees in the forest yeah really cool shit really, and there's really a lot cool of visually a lot of shots that are pretty much just like trees just straight up from the ground yeah uh um, yeah yeah the movie's pretty i hate to say pretty straightforward the uh, the plot is pretty pretty straightforward but we take a lot of uh twisted turns along the way on it yeah but i mean basically her sister went missing years ago she's signing up to be a ranger and uh they are very specific about how things are done in the backcountry which on the surface makes sense but uh like she left her post and rescued somebody but was chastised because she was told not to leave where she was at okay and there right. and, and there was you know I was the, like i said okay as if like i hadn't seen the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to let it go. I'm like, I don't know why he's okay. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right. All I right, I'm with right, you. I'm right, with you. Makes yeah. sense. But uh, no, like, I mean, he rip, uh, Jackson rips into her. Like, I gave you a direct order. We told you not to leave here. Like, mm -hmm. 
it's it's a little much, but uh, yeah. Then like you were talking about some of the shots, like the uh, the other thing I said, the movie just seems to use a lot of jump cuts, overhead shots, shots with, and then also there's a lot of shots where either Lennon is in focus and she looks huge compared to the wilderness. Right. And then there's those other shots like kind of with the overheads where she just looks tiny and minuscule compared to the vast, you know, wilderness. Yep. And, uh, I think the, the cinematography is one of the things that makes you feel on edge. This the, the whole, the whole movie. Yeah, it, like, like, a, there's not, there's not like a straight shot really of a lot of stuff or if it is, they don't last long. It's like there's weird angles. It's cutting like stuff's off center, but yeah, I it's well done. I I yeah I I completely agree. Um, yeah, uh, that's all I can say about that. I uh, I had a point and it just you ever me. you ever write down a note and then you look back at it and you're like I don't remember that. Oh yeah, what is the, this one? I got a note for you here. I'm trying to remember the scene. All I wrote was that scene with the hand. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't remember what. I'm trying to remember that part of the movie off the top of my head, but I can't. But anyway, there was a scene with a hand, and then uh, uh, it was nasty. It was nasty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, kind of almost like uh, last week's film. Uh, talk, talk to me. Yeah you're along for the ride and you're not really sure where it's going. And then it starts, it starts to pick up and that dude, that we just rewatched the scene, yeah. but that's that scene at night is so good. I, I guess, uh, mini spoiler alert. We'll get into stuff just when, uh, I can only remember last name, the one park ranger Zhang. Yeah. It disappears. The older, I know who you're talking the, about. The older That's Asian enough, lady. Yeah. Yep. But like, she's out there talking and you finally as kind of ruined here in the, uh, plot. She uh, alludes to the fact that there's something out here, uh, but they're staring at the sky without directly implying aliens. But, well, I guess, well, yeah, not not directly stating, but heavily implying, heavily implying yeah. that it's aliens, because the whole time she's looking up at the stars, and basically she was saying, you know, I've done so much for him, and you see uh, Lennon's sister's shoe, mm -hmm. and she grabs the shoe, and she's like, this is the one I regret most of all. And you're like, God damn. Yeah, right. And then she's like, but I'm not going to let them get you. And then she disappears. The aliens didn't like that shit, but and you never <laughs> once see them in the movie. No, not once. Not not even a glimpse. Not even a shadow. Not even a hint. So, I mean, I guess kind of leaves you with that um, ambiguous. Like, is it really aliens? See, or not, I would know? think that, but why is everybody in on it? Yeah, right. Although I guess you could argue that maybe they're not necessarily in on it. It's just this is what her belief is. But right, yeah. I feel like it's implied in the way that Jackson treats her. And stuff, but, um, yeah, it's funny because I don't have as much of a problem with it getting going as I did, I guess, talk, talk, talk with me, but talk, 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 talk with, with me. me. God damn. Really? Dude, how many times have I messed talk up the name of this me. movie? A lot. What was it? You said, what was it? The other one was let me in. Well, I don't just know. Looked, why I just straight up, vampire movie. Just what was let me, in. let me in. Um, let me talk to you. I want to. Um, I wanted to say that uh, going back to the visuals, I think that uh, Teresa Sutherland, you know, has a really good eye for directing, and mm -hmm. I do definitely hope to see more from her in the future. But with that being said, I think that we have opposite roles here because for me, um, 
I thought that this movie started stronger than it ended. I was invested in it like, well, no, that's that's kind of what you're saying is that it didn't take a long time to get going. So, no, I kind of thought it did take. Oh, I kind of thought it was this movie, lovely. Okay, yeah, I, didn't. I, I thought I the thought, same thing, but I I kind of thought. Uh, I thought it started strong and ends kind of flat. Me. Uh, you got it right. Yeah, I finally got it right. I felt it was kind of the same thing. It took a while to get going, but like that movie, once it got going, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well, I didn't think this one took a while to get started. I, I was pretty invested in it until about the last 15 or 20 minutes, and that's a little unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, for me, um, I thought there were good moments in the end and some that just kind of fell flat a little bit. Yep. Uh, overall, the atmosphere and the world of Lovely Dark and Deep uh, was pretty well done. It was well acted. Yeah. I mean, uh, Lennon, you know. Um, it didn't It didn't oops. deliver that holy shit moment in the end and yeah. didn't quite fully see. You thought it was started more. I kind of viewed it more as a slow burn. But I feel I like get it, that too. But I didn't think it fully delivered on that slow burn feel. Yeah. Uh yeah, Georgina Campbell carried a movie on her shoulders practically by herself. Did a really good job. Yeah, I'm her, this barbarian. She's been amazing in both. She's killing it. Yeah. Uh, like like we talked about the cinematography multiple times. I mean, the shots I feel were carefully crafted and uh, just gave you that disoriented feel throughout the movies. Mm -hmm. You felt very small in this fast. Like you truly felt like you're just in the middle of nowhere. Agreed. In this back country. Agreed. Um, very small and a vast, like you said, vast space yeah for sure i would give it a 7.7 7. oh wow okay i i, I georgina campbell's acting is always good enough for me to like automatically start it at a six <laughs> well see okay well i just wanted to say that the only truly scary part in this whole movie i did not find it scary but the only truly part that i did find scary uh the only the only part that is scary i should say is when the fucking woman like crawls down the tree yeah in the background dude that shit like i was watching it and you just see like you know lennon georgina she's just like kind of looking around then in back of her the tree that's in back of her you just see like from nowhere from some high ass fucking somewhere in the tree just climbing down this woman just climbing down in broad daylight it was a daylight shot too that's what made it even creepier you know and uh yeah, that that scene was was creepy as shit. The tense scenes, I mean, totally, but I feel like totally it's hard ew. to make a tense scene in a movie not intense because you don't know what's happening. Right, and uh, but you know, uh, it was it was a nice trip to Mindsfuckville, you know, who, you know, and I, I love visiting there. You know, I don't I don't ever mind taking uh, a, a trip to Mindsfuckville, but um, I didn't like the latter part of the movie. To me, what I thought of when I watched this was I thought that it reminded me of Censor, but it takes place in the woods and not as good. I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, but uh, I think I think you'd probably agree that. Well, maybe maybe not. I mentioned it that scene that we rewatched. I think that's the best scene in the movie. The, the um, where they're talking underneath the stars. Oh, about the aliens. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I the, feel like that was the best part. The, the visual, like how the scene's dark, but it's also lit by the yeah, sky. Yeah, you have all have all the stars. Really well done. Yeah, I mean the. The, the, there's things about the story that I didn't like, but like I'm not. You're not going to hear me say it's that it wasn't bad. a well-crafted movie. Like yeah. editing, cinematography, it was a very smooth, smooth effort. It very much deserves to be at the Fantasia Film Festival. And any film festival plays that, and I do think that anybody watching should give it a shot. I think a lot of people will probably like it more than I do. You like it a little more than I do. Yeah, I like it's, it. It's one of I those. Just wasn't like it didn't. It didn't take me where I wanted it to. It's one of those movies. Where it's it's either you have to like that kind of movie, you can be a fan of that, 
or 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 you just don't like it. It's yeah. not that the movie itself is bad. The story's bad. Like cinematography, like everything's well crafted. You yep. can't you can't you can't complain about that. It's a polished movie. So it just really comes down to your taste. Yeah, and uh, if you can take like like you had mentioned earlier, slow burns, and and the fact that uh, you're gonna go a while with nothing happening, and then you're gonna go a little while longer with shit happening that you don't even really understand what's happening or why it's happening. So if you can, if you're the type of viewer that could sit through those things and wait to the end and and one and would be invested, you'll like it. If you're one of those people that is like gonna complain twelve minutes in that they don't understand it, go watch Equalizer or something. <laughs> Um, oh shit, you got me with that one, and I forgot what my next fucking point was. I looked be. you right in the eyes when oh, I said that man, too. You fucking got shit me, all over that Equalizer three trailer, and I like those movies, man. I don't have a problem with the movies. I got a problem with Equalizer three. I'm not buying Denzel <laughs> at sixty eight years old. That's my problem. The other ones are fine. This is a discussion for another time. But yeah, goddamn, man, what the fuck? Was Did I really make you? Yeah, you fucking got me with that. <laughs> fucking, I had, I had what I wanted to say next, all ready to go, and then bam. Oh fuck, that was good. All right, was that two weeks in a row, I fucking yeah. lost where I was at. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Oh, oh yeah. fuck, this was a short review, but uh, shit. Oh, now I fucking remember what there I wanted to say. I think I remember last time, like <laughs> last week too. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. Did I just... Did I fuck myself again? I made myself forget? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it this time. The kind of... Be- the- I think I broke Drew. Oh, it's too um, late for this shit, bro. Uh, anyway. Oh, my God. To contradict you myself... You and say it before you fucking yeah, forget again. To, con- to contradict myself with, like, our whole Where the Monster series and we're talking about actually seeing the monsters, yeah. I love the fact in this movie that we never once see an Like, not even a hint right. at all. Like, there's... Like, you don't see, like, oh, was that a UFO? Oh, was yeah. that an alien? Like, and like, and like you said, the only thing you really see is that woman climbing down the tree. Yeah. That's the only... And, and yeah, and... Uh, and just some weird, some weird, <coughs> weird visuals, people. weird visuals and shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, you don't see any creatures, any uh, like you said, any UFOs, no beams, like nothing to really indicate that it was aliens until you hear word of mouth or, yeah. or like you said, it's the insinuation thereof. And really, the only proof you get that she's telling the truth is after she tells that she goes disappearing. Yeah, so right. Maybe right. either that or the bitch is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bitch is crazy. And I think with that, we'll wrap this up. Thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in. Uh, make sure to join us next week and we'll have the last voyage of the Demeter. Uh, this is one I've been looking forward to. Me too. I mean, plus I like Game of Thrones, so I'm a Sir Davos fan. So. But it's funny though, because they show this, dra- they show, I was going to say this vampire, it's obvious, it's Dracula. They show Dracula on the trailers and on the posters, like they have not hidden him. Like this was not a wait to see the movie, but still like it worked. Like yeah. normally I'm like intrigued to like want to see what he looks like, but I already do. And I'm still like, nah, I, I still want to see it. It's got that Barlow, that Salem lot look. That yeah. Salem lot. That That's Salem's. Seal. <laughs> anyway, uh, make sure to follow us online. High on Horror 420. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Only fans. Only fans. Uh, Joking. Or are we? Pay $20 a month, you can find out. See, that's... Hold on, real quick. That's the scam. You tell them you gotta pay 20 to find out if I'm naked or not. Nope. Thanks for the 20. <laughs> we just uploaded our foot pics. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, nobody wants to see that. No. Uh, make sure. I'd s- take 20 bucks if you wanted to look. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the 20. 
20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> ah, make sure to send your Puff Puff Ask questions to highonhorror420 at gmail.com. Check out our website, highonhorror.com, and uh, I guess I'll about wrap her up. Catch you later. See y'all next week.